And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. Happy 4th of the freaking July. We are back here on the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we are back, y'all. It's been a busy couple weeks for me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be busy next week, too. But uh, Yo, it's, we'll crazy. it's a crazy time. Crazy, crazy time. A about lot of to be stuff. melting away in that Texas weather next weekend. Lord. Yeah, Larry is doing too much. Talking about some <laughs> Fan Expo Denver, now Texas, now San Diego. Yeah, pride. What is you doing? How is the wallet looking? Is it okay? Ooh. Like I mean, I thought I was chilling, and then I looked recently. I was like, "Oh wait, hold up! I need to chill for real. This is getting because oh, then I got Vegas and Beyonce. It's too much. It's too oh, much. it's too much. No, we doing. Too I ain't much even now. booked that flight yet, and it's still too much. Yeah, our last show was June eighteenth, and we had a couple of weeks of nothing really happening. Last week, I don't think we missed much. On yeah, we had Spider Man coming in at number one, overlapping. Stuff like The Flash and... Uh, yeah, Spider-Man back yeah. in number one with a great hold. Elemental, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it today, also had a pretty great hold over that weekend. But no big new releases, no hard feelings, open to 15, which is not bad, really. Which is pretty solid, I thought, when I saw. But um, Yeah, but that was really the only big opening last weekend. Just the big yeah. story last week was The Flash with a horrendous 72% drop. But we'll... We'll talk about The Flash and all of these yeah. movies today. Cause, we'll mm. get into all of it because well, there's a lot to discuss. And one thing I want to get into when we do get into all to, to this weekend's numbers is what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago as far as these release dates and stuff. So we'll get into all of that. But real quick, everyone, as far as uh, what's going on with us, uh, we do box office a little late today because we had some... You know, Larry was out there cosplaying. So yesterday he was in the in the dirt fields at some concert. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and now today on the fourth of July, we are doing our box office show. Um, this week, this week, this week. I'm trying to figure out. There might be a review for Joyride. I just don't know if I can get out to see it. I'm doing a lot of overtime to to be set for this San Diego trip. <sighs> You know, I'm Insidious? trying to get a lot of fun. We're we gonna do mm-hmm. Insidious something. It's, that's this week. That's this weekend. No, it ain't. Uh-huh, yeah, Insidious, Insidious is not week. this weekend. Hold up, wait a minute. They're not pause. doing like any press screenings for that either. So everybody gonna pause, be seeing it Thursday. Pause. Coming. Let me go. My AMC app coming soon. What you mean, Insidious is July seventh. Uh, mm-hmm. so Since when? I'm over Insidious here thinking it's just week. Joyride. this is driving me insane okay i can't get to all this shit man oh they got some four o'clock times on thursday though 5 30 i can probably do that they got one seat sold for insidious Wow. They have not been promoting that very well. At all. I did not oh. know it was this week. I thought it was like some at the end of the month. Honestly, I thought I thought Insidious was like two weeks after Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, what is well, we doing? 
no promo, and they must be scared, which people are getting scared because they're not like showing it to to press oh, this man. week either. So I'm over here thinking about like one review with Joyride, but I guess I have like two movies to see. I, listen, this has been tomorrow is like we're planning to do our best and worst of the year. I'm letting everyone know my my list is going to be bleak, bleak because like I can't get to anything. I'm working so much. I'm doing so much. I have a feline to take care of now. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Joyride. I got to Asteroid City last week. I did see Transformers. It was all right. It's all right. Oh, you finally saw Transformers? I did. I saw it with Asteroid City. I loved Asteroid City. I thought it was super weird and good. But Transformers was all right. Um, Yeah, so we'll get into everything. Really want to thank you guys all for the support on these last couple of shows, doing some of our best numbers in a while so it's been nice like that that flash box office show just through the roof and i appreciate it Ooh, uh, y'all are shady that's why <laughs> i mean i mean you're right but and we have a lot to talk about when it comes to everything it's been it's been two weeks so let's get into it let's get right into our number one for the weekend larry so if you want to follow us along any any everyone we are looking at the weekend of July 30th, I mean, June 30th, I'm sorry, 2023, and we had the opening release of Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny and Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, which no one saw, but we'll get into that, so let's get into it, Larry. What came in number one? So coming in at number one was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which made $60.36 million in its opening weekend time frame. So far, including Monday, domestically, the film has earned $72.36 million and $142.5 million worldwide. Uh, okay, so... Okay, so let's get into it because we have another flop. I mean, if we're going to call Flash a flop, you got to call this a flop. No one's really throwing around that word when it comes to this movie, but this movie cost more than The Flash. This movie cost. I didn't think so terrible until I found out. Until I saw you saw that budget. Why are we spending. Why why are we spending three hundred million dollars for Indiana Jones? You just need some desert, and that's about it. I don't understand why this was so money, so much money. Do you know what the budget was for like Uncharted? That's the vibe I get when I think about Indiana Jones. Uncharted, I think was around one fifty. Okay, so so if you can do Uncharted and like Tomb Raider. For like a, under two hundred million dollars, yeah, Uncharted was one twenty. Okay, so why did this need three hundred million dollars? I'm just flummoxed at that at that price point. So this is a bomb, another bomb, and um, I okay. So I really was I really I'm on one reasoning as to why I'm seeing all these thumbnails now that you know we're two days removed from Sunday. I'm seeing all these thumbnails of. Uh, you know, oh man, who's to blame? Yada yada yada. What's what's happening? Some thumbnails were going as far as like, is Hollywood dead? What is going on with Hollywood at the moment? 
bro, Hollywood ain't dead. You just need to fucking relax with these release dates. You got to read the room, okay? You got to read the room. We said in the beginning of the summer, dude, this summer is nuts. It's cool that we have all these movies available, but you these movies need like do not need to go back to back to back to back to back. It's not helping anybody. None of them, none of these movies are benefiting from these real cuz like if you thought Spider-Verse is doing great, how great, how much better do you think it would be doing without all this competition around it? Or how much better do you think movies like The Little Mermaid would have been doing? Or how much better do you think movies like, I mean, what else? Fast X and all these other movies that are just, were these back-to-back-to-back release dates were just, was always doomed to be a disaster from the start. And I think the reason why these numbers are getting lower is because people are starting to like get tired. I think this is a lot for people. Indiana Jones. Then next week we have Insidious. Then the following week we have what's next week? Mission Impossible. Impossible. Then we have Barbie and Oppenheimer at the same time. That is too much. And I know we're all excited about Barbie and the Oppenheimer kind of showdown. It's cute. The social media, you know, it's funny, all the memes and stuff like that. But that's not benefiting anybody going head to head. None of these movies are benefiting each other by going back to back to back to back to back. I mean, I just don't know yeah. why this summer has been such a, such a disaster regarding that. No, this is not the this is not the end of Hollywood. What are we talking about? I saw that thumbnail and I blocked the like video. I was I was like no, <laughs> I was like no. This is what are we what are we doing? It's not the end of Hollywood. You just gotta. Why are you doing all these these uh these close release dates and? The movies that started off the summer, they're doing okay because, you know, you're starting off the summer, you got new movies, but now you're getting into like middle of summer and people are starting to get a little burnt, a little burnt out. It's a lot. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like March when we remember back to March, how that was just such an insane month actually at the box office and things did okay until we got to Dungeons and Dragons. Like yeah. stuff was able to open big, but we're like, wow, can you imagine like the legs Creed 3 could have had or John Wick Scream. 4 or Scream 6, mm-hmm. all these movies, they all opened really well. But by the time we got to like Dungeons and Dragons, everyone was burnt out. Nobody wanted, you know, they're like, all right, I already got the I've already seen too much this month. That's kind of where we are now. And honestly, I don't know. It's really tough with Indiana Jones. When you look at it, honestly, the studio giving them $300 million is the first person to blame. Because $60 million could have been a decent... Oh, if it had the same budget as Uncharted, $120, $60 yeah. million would be a great opening. Great. Wonderful. Good for Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. But... There's no way they're making that $300 million back. Because if you look, Uncharted opened to 44, which was seen mm-hmm. as a success. And it went on to make over $400 million worldwide and nearly triple or quadrupled its budget. It's a success. This, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I can't see it getting to $600 million worldwide. No, There's no gonna, way. This There's is no also way. going to die this weekend. And um, yeah. I and don't see it. if you look, it, the last yeah. one, the reason this is a, a bomb too, the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I saw Cole, the number today. It was like a hundred and something million. I didn't realize it opened that big, but the problem for kingdom of the crystal skull, yeah, it opened a hundred million. A lot of people hated that movie. So their last like encounter with Indiana Jones in the modern day was not positive. (laughs) Yeah. And those trailers um, and the little clips they released beforehand 
Uh, I don't think we're convincing many people. I thought they were kind of. I thought they were kind of dull to me. Like all the clips that I've seen from the movie. That's why I honestly, I had I had a lot of stuff to do this weekend, but I I still made it to Asteroid City. I was like, man, I'm gonna watch Asteroid City and get past Transformers before I go see Indiana Jones. But I just did not have it in me. I'm just not a big Indiana Jones fan anyway. And I was like, thank thank God, thank God. I have a podcast team, and I don't have to see every single thing. And this is a group podcast. Yes, I'm the host, but that means that I can skip a few things and hand it to my boy Larry. <sighs> or in, in this past Amanda, weekend's case, this past weekend. yep, Thanks, hand it to Amanda. They did a great job and stuff. Because sometimes I just cannot make it to all these. This is too much, even for me. This is yeah. way too much, dude. Oh, like, I think these. I think summer. You need to have two three weeks and then the next big movie i don't think these back to back back to back back to back is i don't think that's good at all and um i think that's why some of these later movies i think it's going to be a really tough month honestly i think it's going to be a really tough month and i'm trying to go back to the last i want to go back to like 2019 summer because i know that was all that was also a really big summer but i want to go back to um, want to go back to the uh, the weekend in like you know some when we get like into the summertime in like 2019 and see because I don't remember I don't remember movies being this close to each other like, like crazy constantly. yeah I don't remember tent that poles too that's the thing of course there's tent always poles, movies yeah. coming out every weekend but this is tent pole after blockbuster tent pole. blockbuster blockbuster okay so let's start with June seventh. Uh, June 7, 2019, we had Secret Life of Pets 2, and we had Dark Phoenix Phoenix at the same time. So those came out in 2019 together. And then after that, in the 14th, um, we had Men in Black International. Um, and then let's go to June 21st. Um, well, June 21st, we did have a big juggernaut in Toy Story 4. But my, my points more so is the fact that it wasn't like, oh, here's Avengers, here's this, here's that, here's that. It's like, yeah, we have movies coming out, but they're not like big, expensive blockbusters. After Toy Story four came out, we had Annabelle comes home and Yesterday. You get, you know, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. these big, fast acts into Little Mermaid, into Spider Verse, into into Indiana Jones, into this, into Elemental, into Flash. Like that is that is too much. That is, I think, yeah. that is, I think, is too much. So. I think that's the main issue that we've had this uh, these past couple of weeks, and I think this is just I think audiences are starting to burn out, not just for like Indiana Jones because I'm sure there's a bunch of factors, but I I I feel like this is a more so of a this is a these are a lot of movies coming out, dude. <laughs> let's uh let's take a break this weekend, and yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens with Indiana Jones, but no, I don't see like a. 20 30 40 percent drop next week i see a oh no yeah i see a big drop next week so not big not like not as bad as flash but i definitely can see like a 60 55 ish yeah because again i think people are pretty meh and pretty lukewarm on the movie overall so i don't know yeah yeah so we'll see what happens but i don't know um okay let's go to number two 
All right, so coming in at number two, we have Elemental, the Pixar film in its third weekend of release, made $12.12 million, bringing its domestic total up, including Monday, to $92.2 million, and its worldwide total now sitting at $190.598 million. Uh, yeah, so I... Uh... Elemental was actually showing stronger legs than the movie that it came out with. Yeah. Um, I think Elemental has been, have the legs for Elemental have been great so far. 34% yeah. drop. I think it's been good so far. Yeah, Elemental has actually been looking pretty fantastic since that opening weekend. Obviously, you know, once again, yeah. we always mention it. Um, it's easier to have small drops when you open smaller. But last week it dropped only 37%, and now this weekend it dropped only 34%. It's having really strong word of mouth right now. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of just gives the credence once again, particularly with this film, I think. is audience seem to like the movie. If Pixar yeah. 1 had found a way to market it better... And two, released it some other time of the year because yeah, they so dropped put it. it with Flash. Yeah, they dropped it here, which just killed its opening weekend. Mm -hmm. Obviously, people are enjoying it. They're liking it. They're going to trickle in to watch it. But if you had released it in a time where it could have done something, this could have been a hit for them. And instead, mm -hmm. it's going to struggle to kind of break even. <laughs> yeah. So... um I am, I, I am, I mean, it is nice to see that it's doing well right now, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a struggle to maintain everything. It is only week three. It's not like it's like week five. So, yeah. you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know, when it comes to Elemental. Whatnot. And obviously the DreamWorks competition was no competition at all this weekend opening. Yeah. So uh, Elemental and our number three were able to easily kind of just swat that one away. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because oh man, we'll get to it. You make the top five. Oh my god. Okay, we'll we'll get to it. Um okay, number three, what do we have? So speaking of legs, another animated film that just keeps on trucking in its fifth weekend of release, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse made another $12 million, including this past Monday. That brings Spider-Man's total domestic gross up to $343.4 million and $611.1 million worldwide to date. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Verse is right now the movie of the summer so far. It's just doing really, really well still. $340 million, um domestic and stuff. And I, I think this is great, 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 great numbers for Spider-Verse. It just keeps trucking, too. Like, for it to do number one last week, uh, really, really impressive. Mm -hmm. And the word of mouth has been strong and uh yeah really really good momentum wow. for spider-verse last week uh something that helped it jump back to number one mm -hmm. was that they took away um imax and dolby screens from the flash and gave them back to spider-man <laughs> i almost wanted to go back so, I so it played in premium formats again last week and took advantage mm -hmm. and jumped back up to number one but even falling to number three this week, it only dropped 36.9% in its fifth yeah. weekend of release. I mean, 
it's had amazing legs. And it is cool to see Elemental and Spider-Man like coexisting with these great holds from week mm-hmm. to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just again, think of what Elemental could have done if it didn't have to compete with Spider-Man because it released in a different part of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think it's really, really good for Elemental. We have two animated movies at the top, you know, two and three and third spots, which is really and, good. And, and on top of that, we still, our two biggest openings of the year are still Super Mario Brothers and Spider-Man Spider-verse. Across the Spider-Verse. So That's animation's having like a great year so far, both in quality of the films that they've released, as well as uh, box office is more mixed. But when you have Spider-Man and Mario uh, kind of holding the champion's flag, that's a pretty good year box office, too. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I agree. Uh, Okay, let's go to number four. All right, so holding also pretty well this weekend, we have No Hard Feelings, which made an additional $7.8 million, which is a 47.7% drop in its second week of release. That brings the R-rated Jennifer Lawrence comedy up to $31.5 million domestic and $51.6 million worldwide to date. Uh, yeah, great, um, great hold for No Hard Feelings. I'm very surprised that it was able to hold this well going into, going into week two. And I think this is, I think it's been doing pretty solid for Sony. I think it's a really good number for for them, you know, so yeah, can't yeah, complain. I saw that it's on track to become the biggest worldwide global um, success for an R-rated comedy since 2019. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, our R-rated comedies, they can either take off, but they're kind of like horror. A lot of times I think it's a, I think it depends on in week 2. Like so a lot of times you see them just kind of die. <laughs> but if they're good, uh, they fly. They like soar. So Yeah, I think it depends on who you have too, like as far as your stars and stuff, you know? And uh, I think Good Boys, there's something about R-rated, it's going to sound really bad, but there's something about like R-rated movies with like children that audiences seem to just gravitate towards like the it you know the first it uh yeah you know with like we have a horror with with, we don't really we don't really get that r-rated horror children whatever you know and then do you think it's gonna translate over to small dogs i don't think so i don't think so but i'm like thing I'm you know, excited like for strays that were put in the R rating on top. <laughs> I think I think uh, what is it? Called? I think strays will is trying to go after like you know the sausage party audience and stuff like that. Oh my god, we have an animated R rated yeah thing about true. food. With whereas Seth this Rogan. one, right? Whereas this one is like, oh my god, we have an R rated dog movie. And it really hasn't been done before, I don't think. So I think that's why... I think that that's who they're going for, at least. Yeah. And um, I'm excited for Strays. But I don't think Strays is going to capture the same thing like a good boy's captured and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But I'm glad for Jennifer Lawrence. She was fully committed this time. I know, you know, we all kind of questioned her commitment to a few of those performances before she Mm -hmm. took a break for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I laughed. I thought No Hard Feelings was pretty funny. And J-Law was all in for this one. So I'm glad to see it's at least doing well. It's it's certainly no flop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm glad it's doing pretty good because, you know, I love uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, yeah. 
Okay, number five. Oh, this one actually had a really impressive solid week four. Um, out of nowhere, really, because it hasn't. Because I went to go see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dwayne, he helped the box office. At number five, dropping only thirty-seven percent in its fourth weekend of release, we have Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, which made an additional seven point three million dollars. That brings the latest Transformers film. Up to 138.1 million domestic and 383.3 million worldwide. Uh, yeah. This is another really budget th- problem, right? How much did this Transformers write? I don't think cost? they gave it as much as the recent one. I mean, the older ones because of how Let's Bumblebee see. did. Okay, so about 200 million, 195 yeah. to 200. Right, and I think that's good. I think a Transformers, yeah. you do need that little bit of a, a push. You have to. as far as budget wise, you have to with the what your you're main characters with. are all CGI. So exactly, yeah, and like, well, like not even main character, just like your star of why your people stars. are coming here. They're yeah. they're not coming here for no disrespect. They're not coming here for like you know what's his what's his Sam name Ramos. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're not coming in for Ramos and Dominique Fishback. They're coming in for the Transformers. So, you know. Yeah, I think you need a little bit more of a budget for those movies. And right now, I mean, world, what's the worldwide number right now? 383. So it's almost doubled its budget. It's about a double. Yeah, so not not bad. Not bad. Not, I don't think they're going to do one of these for a while, though. I think it's going to be yeah, a minute before I they do another one. this might. Honestly, I'm wondering if they should go back down the animation route. For it the might next Transformers. Netflix. Maybe. You see that 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 uh Skull Island Netflix thing that they're doing? Yeah, the Kong. Skull I actually want to watch that. Right? Like it looks sick. I think they tried <laughs> that with Godzilla recently. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, maybe it's a good idea. Let Transformers chill for a while in live action. I don't know though. Uh the way this one ended, uh, I know they want to continue. So mm. we'll see. Uh, if mm. it ends up breaking even, they might try it because they tease a huge crossover at the end of this Transformers. Yeah, they movie. do. That they the, do. So they definitely want to make another one and cross it over with another franchise. Uh, mm. That's all I'll say. I know it's been a month. So, you know, most people have seen it that want to see it. But yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if this one at least doubles its budget if they don't green light another one. But mm-hmm. like you said, there's just. This is a franchise. There's no way to really get that budget down much less. Like, mm-hmm. this is about as cheap as you can go. Maybe 150 I know we like to use Dune as an example, but you can do Dune on a reasonable budget compared to Transformers. You don't Transformers, have yeah. all of the CG, and they're in it prominently. Like, if we, it's kind of like Godzilla and King Kong, like those movies. The budget has to be pretty big because fans want those characters in the film a lot. Like, we don't mm. want to just see them pop up every now and then. No, we want the damn Transformers on screen all the time. So it's hard. It's tough with these movies. Uh, and it's kind of a bummer. Cause I think this is one of the best ones that they've released. Certainly yeah. better than those last yeah. two, I would argue better than almost all of the Michael Bay movies, except maybe the first one. That's the only one of the Bay movies. I think this one is even comparable, but the other ones, no, thank you. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> who knows what they'll do with transformers, but I know they want to do that crossover bad. <laughs> Yeah, they want to. I just don't know how many people is going to be invested in that. Well, especially since the other series they want to to cross over with has also had movies 
that have teetered away. So, mm-hmm. especially oh. that last one. Ooh. Oh, just the worst. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into some other stories from the box office. Or another one of our bigger ones is this Ruby Gilman just not even cracking the top five. So Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, released to 5.5 million in 3,400 theaters. So, so far it has 6.49 million domestic and 14.7 million worldwide. But the big story here, this is DreamWorks' worst opening of all time. Ruby Gilman, 5.5. They didn't let anybody know about it, just... I mean, God. I just, yeah. I don't know. Part of it is, again, I don't know what these studios are doing with these ads. Like, not only are they not advertising them all that well, uh, maybe it's on like Nickelodeon or something. I don't know that they're showing more stuff for it, but they're not good. That's that's part of the problem with Elemental as well. And Pixar Mm -hmm. actually is kind of notorious for underwhelming trailers. Like even if the film is amazing, for some reason, Pixar does not know how to put a great trailer together. But Ruby Gilman's trailers didn't seem appealing. I mean, the movie's just okay to me. Like at best, it's just okay. But it got like an A, A minus in a score, I think. So kids liked it. People, I've seen a lot of people who did enjoy it, but after last year for DreamWorks, they had the bad guys and they had Puss in Boots, The Last mm-hmm. Wish. For them to turn around and do Ruby Gilman and it dies like this is like, whoa, oh, hey, DreamWorks, right back down to earth for you, I guess. Because last year, I remember with the bad guys and Puss in Boots, everyone was like, ooh, DreamWorks is taking down Disney and blah, blah, blah. Well, that was short-lived. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's that, over. I thought, I thought that, I mean... Every time I've been in the theater, uh, like I've just this trailer just really just turns me off. Like it just like it, it's just it's a long one too, and they show a lot, and I'm just like, God, man, I got it. This is just not well, it thing, as far as a trailer. Weird thing is they show like what's supposed to be a main twist in the trailer. Like it's a yes, yeah, so what I'm saying. The they show so much of the trailer. They it's a long mermaid. trailer. Like, you know, it's pretty clear the mermaid's the villain when you watch the trailer. The movie plays that like a twist. Like, she's a friend for, like, the first half. Oh, so why they, what what are we doing, dude? I was like, what? Oh, that was supposed to be some sort of twist? The trailer literally makes sure you know she's the villain of the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, just just the worst. Baffling. uh... I don't know what DreamWorks is doing. Look, they almost got... Funny thing, so they're trying to kind of poke fun at the Little Mermaid with that little red-headed mermaid it almost got beat by the little mermaid in its sixth weekend of release the little mermaid made 5.3 million in seventh place barely barely behind Mm. ruby gilman and teenage crackhead so listen uh just the worst well listen let's talk about the elephant in the room i I can't help but just go straight to the number eight spot week three (laughs) the flash 5.2 5.2 million. This movie is dead. Duh. Last week, had Larry and I did a show last week, our main discussion would have been like, for the first time that I've ever seen, that I have ever seen. This is, do you know how, 
how crazy is it is to say something like you've done you've done or seen something for the first time ever now i'm not saying it's never happened before because i don't know if it has or not but for the first time ever that i've seen they were doing bogo buy one get one free for the flash and I, was it Fandango? And then Fandango, whoever it was, they pulled the ad off because they were getting murked on social media regarding buy one, get one. Like, that's how far in the dumps we are with the Flash's number. Now, I know, um, again, for a movie this big, it's the first time I remember. Because I know that the, some of those sites like Fandango or Adam Tickets and stuff have done little things like that before. But I sure, don't remember yeah. it. For a tentpole like this in its second week, like they've done it for, let's say, Spider-Man No Way Home 20th weekend. They'll say, oh, mm-hmm. buy one, get one. Not second week of release. Yeah. yeah. So this has just the, been a massive. It plummeted again, 65% yeah. in week number three. It, it got slashed 1,500 theaters world let's take a look at these totals right now worldwide it's sitting at 246.8 domestic yesterday it just barely crossed the 100 million after three weeks of being released That's uh horrible. just the worst and last week we wasn't here but it dropped 72 percent last week one of the biggest drops ever in like a comic book movie uh and we got we got homeboy telling us that this is still connected and we're just going to continue still doing circles. I don't know, James, we told you like now you deserve the, now you deserve the wackies. They told you with the flash, flush it. It's done. It's over (laughs) time to start new. The, the, the box office is screaming it in your face. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody cares. The, the, scrap the whole universe and start fresh and yeah. I don't know he don't want to let his homies go to the unemployment line or something I don't know what's happening with James Gunn right now but he's not and they're not going to Comic Con or at least James Gunn's not at least James Gunn understand. is not doing Comic Con they announced they their Superman casting movies. they they announced Superman casting with listen all of this could have been a Comic Con pan. I'm not even I'm not mad or anything that they're not going I just don't understand the strategy because I don't understand their business strategy. I'm and who am I? I'm in a room. I'm on a I'm on a microphone. I have no money. Like who am I? But like you announced your Superman casting last week. Out. It's already it's already like completely missed by like the, nobody's talking about it anymore. It was it, it lasted about three days, and everybody moved on. Um, okay, so let's get that straight. You've you've announced Superman last week. You got two movies. That right now, audiences are just like, I mean, what is going to happen with Blue Beetle? What is going to happen with Aquaman? And uh, Comic-Con is in like two weeks. You could have waited for that. In, for that in August. Right. So you could have had a nice hour and a half panel just to get the word out that, hey, we got some good stuff coming. We have some things coming up in the pipeline. Here's concept art for The Authority. Here's something for batman brave and the bold here's some as far as warner brothers go here's something for joker folia uh, joker folia do here's something 
look at this, I don't know, artwork for the Batman part two or the story. Bring out these young actors. Bring out yeah, here's our new. Vito. Bring it out, David. Right. Bring out Rachel. Let or them like, charm the audience. You know, let them charm Let them see the them. chemistry. Let us see the chemistry that you guys are going crazy about. Here's David Cornsweat and uh, Rachel Brosnahan. There's our Superman and Lois. Ah, hey, hey, okay. And then get out of there. But the fact that they did it last week, the Flash is doing this number. Blue Beetle's gonna have a lame duck release because I don't know people who think it Blue Beetle's about to do like eighty. It ain't. No. But it's about to do a lame duck release, and then we're just gonna look silly for the rest of the year until until twenty twenty four. I mean, we have Aquaman to move further the mess later this year. Later Nobody this year, why and- that why that even exists anymore? And uh, and then you got and then you arguing with geeks online. Like, why are you? This is why I tell Hannah too. Like Hannah will will reply. <laughs> Hannah will reply to anybody, right? I got like, I'm on I'm on live with Hannah, and she's like, "Oh my god, they're all shitting on so and so," and I'm like, "Who's shitting on so and so?" And she's like, "Oh, on Twitter, some guy was like f this and f that." I'm like, Hannah, who gives a shit about? Adam one two three four six nine f six seven eight, like with two followers, <laughs> and like a profile picture of like SpongeBob. Who gives a shit about that guy? So James Gunn, it's like all these geeks, all these internet geeks, they just want to rile you up, and you're 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 replying to bots and nerds with no job. No equity in anything. They're just like, oh, James, uh, yada, yada, yada. What's this about? And then, and then, and then he's like responding. And it's just like, it's this whole universe is just a disaster. I got Ezra releasing statements about something and why someone, eh, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. I got the directors of The Flash talking about, Oh, Ezra this, Ezra that, uh, you know, everyone was blowing out of proportion. It's just a mess. Everything over there is just a mess. I got George Clooney. What are we doing? What are we doing with this universe? So I don't know, Larry. This this number just reflects the universe, I feel like. This number, this flash, it, can, it has not even gotten to 100 million domestic. Yeah, it barely It's on 99. Oh. So, oh, oh! So it went, it went past one hundred, and finally yesterday, yeah, Monday, okay. it barely creaked over that hundred. Well, now since that's the been the next big story, since Elemental has been holding so well while the Flash has been plummeting, the Flash opened to over double Elemental. Mm. It's looking like Elemental's about to pass the Flash, probably within the next week or two, and earn more money at the box office. Oh, you're probably <laughs> right. You are probably it's right. It's on its way to catching it and passing it. So. I mean, just really abysmal stuff. Um, In a slightly more positive story, since we weren't here last week, we can talk about Asteroid City. We mentioned it, and we said, oh, I think I can get to like six, seven million. Last week, Mm -hmm. when it expanded into over a thousand theaters, it actually jumped up to nine million dollars in its wide expansion, which is insane, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then this weekend, it had a 52% drop, but still earned 4.7 million. So that Wes Anderson film, the new Asteroid City, 
is now up to a total of 19.6 million domestic and 31.4 million worldwide. So not bad. Nice little sleeper hit for Asteroid City and Wes Anderson killing it. Look at Garden. I saw last week. I loved it. Just thought it was. I just thought. I don't know. I just like movies like that. I just like once a year. I like a I like a weird movie to just like. Okay, all right. You know, everybody succeed. Yeah, yeah, same. And then like everybody just has like a weird thing that they're doing in the movie. Like Scarlett Scarlett Johansson is doing like something that she's never done before with her (laughs) with her role. And it's just weird, and I just really liked it. So I'm glad Yo, that to see I that it's doing so Why did I not know Tom Hanks was in that movie till I walked in the theater? Yeah, he was in like two scenes. I was and... like, "Oh, hi, Tom! I didn't even know you were in there." <laughs> the Margot Robbie section was really good. I forgot she was in it too until like it came up. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah. You know, so I, I really liked the movie. Um, well, as far weekend, as I didn't realize, Past Lives expanded into 900 theaters this weekend and made one point five million dollars. So bad. that one is up to about what six? Yep, six point two mm-hmm. million dollars domestic. So a nice little slow burn release for a twenty four so far. There. Mm-hmm. Any other big drops or anything? I no, everything's pretty no, steady. I've been kind of. I don't know why Focus didn't release this everybody a documentary at the beginning of Pride Month. Instead, mm-hmm. they wait until the very last. It's like a trans and intersex documentary. Oh, is about, it? Yeah, it's about like oh everybody. Parents, oh, I get it. Yeah, cool. about parents making that choice. I think it's mostly about intersex, so kids who are both with both male and genital or mm-hmm. female genitalia at birth and their parent just makes the choice of which one to get rid of um mm. Mm. so they kind of choose which gender their child's gonna be and kind of the lasting effects of that so i don't know it had a heavy like lgbtq promotion but it seems weird i, I feel like they should have just released that documentary at the beginning of june um and let it play throughout pride month rather than at the very end um, but a nice little platform release for that one. Obviously, I'm shocked it even yeah. released to 250 theaters. But I don't know these other two releases that made it out. Yeah, I have no I idea. I look at these names and I'm like, okay, Content. I don't know. What? Uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> oh. All these other movies, Lord. But Mm-mm-mm. so real quick, let's go into next week. What do we have? Insidious. Okay, so another thing that's been happening this week, um, and we've been talking about this too the past couple of weeks, why does Joyride need 40,000 screenings? So many. Larry, like, what are we doing? Today, they had one last Saturday. They've had all these free screenings. It's been ridiculous. That's why I said Joyride's probably going to flop. Like, I can already see. Yeah, it's book smart. It's book smart, like, all over again. Literally book smart. Yeah. So maybe it's good that Insidious literally hasn't let anyone watch that damn movie, including press. They're like, nah, y'all got to go to the movie theater if you want to see <laughs> Which I'm I'm guessing it's not really that great. And I'm sad yeah, about it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping, you know, Patrick was, the problem is they haven't advertised it. Like, like you said, you didn't even know Insidious mm-hmm. was coming out. Next I thought it was the end of the month. You love Insidious movies. Yes, I, I thought it was the end of the month. I'm not even joking. I thought it was after Oppenheimer and Barbie. I really do. So this weekend's about to be a struggle bus at the box office, yeah. I feel like, with yeah. Joyride and Insidious. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that makes me sad because I just don't know why they're they're doing all these screenings for Joyride. Like, uh, a, like a month ago, they sent me 
they were like, oh, we'd love to invite you to see Joyride. And it had like four screenings. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> they had, oh, this week, that week, this double feature on like this day. And like the next month is this feature. And that's the same thing that happened to Searching. It happened to Booksmart. It, it was just so... Simon. Love Simon. I forget a movie that, that that this year it happened to again. It's just screening after screening after screening. And I'm telling oh, one another in the Heights last yeah, year in the yep. Heights got killed by those screenings that they did. I'm telling Warner Brothers right now that Ooh. Barbie Wednesday that gotta be your that better be your only screening for yeah. Barbie. And at least you have to pay for that one and only. They're paying for it. So right. it's gonna fold into the weekend. So yeah. that better That's be the it. one thing because what you don't want, you don't want to give the incentive that, oh my God, hey, if I see Barbie on Wednesday, I Ooh. can go see Oppenheimer instead this weekend. And then that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want that incentive, okay? No, no, this is yeah, this is Warner Brothers. So you don't want to do that. So I'm fine with the little one screening for the like the Batman. They had that big one IMAX screening that yeah. Tuesday. Kind of like fine. what they do. Well, Mission Impossible has a couple like pre-screenings, but for yeah. The audience, oh, also audience. another thing too. Why is Mission Impossible releasing on Tuesday? Oh my god, I saw that. What the hell is going on? I was like, why is this midweek release? No holiday, nothing. What the hell is going on? This reminds me of uh, when No Way Home was just like, oh hey, Monday it's released. Oh my god. What? Tenet, no, no, not No Way Tenet Home. Tenet Far from home. Ish. Yeah. Tenet released on a Monday for no damn reason. It okay, so I don't know what's going hell. on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on because then we're gonna look all silly, like, oh, it made this much for the three day, but the seven the day. Full... Yeah, well, girl, <laughs> that, I hate it when they do. Yeah, that. like I get it over Thanksgiving because you want to open mm-hmm. the day before Thanksgiving, so you release it on Wednesday. Sure, I understand, but this there's literally nothing. Why? What? Why did? Yeah, I don't understand. Why are you releasing it in the middle of the week randomly in July? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who cares? Uh... But next weekend, no. And what they do, so I, like I said, I get their strategy, at least for the first ones you want to do. Because if you look, it's Love, Simon. It's uh, Booksmart. It's In the Heights, Joyride, Searching. All these movies have experimental type things. So they're either underrepresented groups that, mm-hmm. and they're, they're all good movies. Like that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. problem too. They do it with good movies because they want people to go watch it and then run out and talk it up and be like, oh my God, this was such a great movie. Latinos are going to love it. Gay people are going to love it. You know, you got to see this new technology that searching use, blah, blah, blah. Joyride is this heavy female, raunchy Asian cast. So it's always about representation. But the problem is it backfires every single time. And I don't know why they haven't caught on at this point. And now Joyride is about to be the next one that feels the wrath. <laughs> when it yeah, they got to let these, they got to not do this again. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, like Joyride. Do, one, do two. That's it. Done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody who 100%. wants, to see, everybody who's excited and is excited to see representation and get to see the movie. They've already seen it for free before. And it mm-hmm. doesn't count for the box office. Mm-hmm. So, so and then, uh, the Flash also did that this year. They showed that movie a million times, and so mm-hmm. everybody who wanted to see the Flash saw it early for free. I and just wish this people. Week. I just wish this means that. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, you want to be confident in a movie, but you don't want to be overconfident in a movie. Like, you got to know that. Okay, you know, like as far as Warner Brothers and DC with the Flash, like. 
they the way they were touting the movie for like a year was best movie of all time, yada yada, yada, best superhero movie since the Dark Knight, yada 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 yada. But like that rarely talk like that rarely works for yeah. it works for the Twitter spears and so like yeah for me like the general audience I don't know they you got to do more than just oh look at the social media hype look at this and that and a lot of the general audience are not on Twitter or they are and they're not following all that stuff I don't know I just feel like you got to do more to promote the movie than just trying to have word of mouth and uh, it's like if Ashley goes and sees Joyride tomorrow at that Wednesday she's gonna if she has Twitter I know it's a lot of casuals don't really even have Twitter if she has Twitter she's gonna do what go on Insta and do like a story and be like oh my god Joyride was fun and that reaches to like 30 people like what do you like you know what I mean like what are the what yeah. is the for these early fan things like the press things I understand you know the reviews and stuff like that but these early fan things like what are you expecting to do or capture unless you're like a Marvel MCU or you're like a Batman or something like that these like like I'm sure they're gonna like show Blue Beetle like two weeks early and I don't know I just think it's a waste of time most of the time you know I mean I like to see it early great for me but it's like I think most of these times they're just a waste of time and you lose out on some box office for me. I agree. So I don't know, Joyride's gonna look it's gonna be bleak this weekend for Joyride. So I, agree. I mean we'll see. But uh, all right. So next this weekend, yeah, we have Joyride and Insidious, Red Door, Insidious. What are we seeing? I don't know. Larry I have no idea. Not good. I'm gonna go oh man, I'm gonna go like thirteen. What? Let's see, what did that last Insidious open to? Nothing the one that didn't have Patrick Wilson or none of them in it. The last key. I gotta rewatch the I gotta rewatch them. Oh, last key was terrible. Ooh. Oh damn. Last key open to twenty nine million. <laughs> this ain't doing uh, twenty nine though. Yo. Oh so the last key's budget was ten million and it made hundred and sixty seven million worldwide. I did not realize that the last key did so well. I'm actually shook that it took them this long to make another one, seeing how good that one did. Without uh, Patrick Wilson. I don't think this is gonna I think the marketing has been awful. I'm just gonna say that. Because I, I've only seen like two commercials. Just I, I not even commercials, I've only seen like two I, th- I think I've seen the trailer in the theater twice. And uh, um, I'm going to go 15. That's it. I mean. Yeah, 15 seems safe. Like you said, yeah. especially with the the marketing just not been there. This franchise has done really well at the box office for them mm-hmm. to just not. With not, with uh, Patrick Wilson re- returning too. Like it's a, I don't know. It's weird for them to yeah. not really be pushing it. It's mm-hmm. a very strange decision. But. Yeah, uh, I say fifteen sounds about right, and then Joyride, five. Joyride five, and then Indiana Jones. I'm gonna go like I don't know, like twenty three. Yeah, like at least like a fifty five, sixty percent drop. Yeah, I'm gonna go like twenty three. That's gonna be number one next week, probably. So I'm gonna go like twenty twenty three. It's like my sweet spot. So. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll see what happens, everyone. That is it for this week's episode of the Box Office Report Show. Uh, Larry, Larry, no way they can follow you. 
Yeah, you can find me over on uh, Twitter at ChiliBoyYT, and then Instagram, and of course YouTube, all at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. Then you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.